have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good afternoon and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this day, this Tuesday, we will. We will. The the power. Will is Mm -hmm. a power. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My will. I will rejoice and be glad. So it doesn't matter where my mind wants to go. I am going to rejoice in this day. Hear what Proverbs uh, 20, uh, 27 says, verse 1. Look at that. Oh, I'm so excited on this Tuesday morning, and I hope that uh, Pastor Diana and myself will say something this morning under the influence of the Holy Spirit that will help our listeners to be a little bit more productive today and live the best life when today. I, I, I my, my, my thing here on this road is, radio station is for you to live the best life when right now okay (laughs) so look at read verse 1 diet of 27 do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what what a a day may bring forth a lot can change in a day come on (laughs) come on somebody somebody need to write that down and keep it in your thought you know when you worry or, oh, tomorrow I'm going to do this. Tomorrow, man, it's going to be great. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You say, uh, Proverbs tell you, do not what? Boast, Boast about, about tomorrow. tomorrow. For you do not know no, what a day, day may, may bring, bring forth. forth. You don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know. So we talk from Isaiah. He says, I'm the Lord thy God that teach you, but lead you in the way so that you should go. So follow the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Make your day count, family. And if you're joining us for the first time, we want to encourage you this morning to make God your leader. Make God your shepherd. Let he lead you through this day. And if God is leading you through this day, you will be what? Productive. And when pastors opened in the beginning, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And if you think about the power of a will, when a will is read, somebody um, leaves their last will in testament. When the will is read, whatever that will says, it That's is it. what it is. Yes. It doesn't matter the opinions of the people in the room. Whatever the will says, that's just what it is. If they left $100,000 to the dog and didn't leave any money to the kids, <laughs> the it dog. just is what it is. <laughs> the dog is getting it. <laughs> so we must rejoice. We must Activate the will that Jesus Christ died for us to have here, the word of God, his will. He died. The will has now been read, and the will is a must. It is not moved by opinion. It is not moved by emotion. The will is the will. The word of God is the will of God for us. So you give those points yesterday. Mm-hmm. Let's pick up. Let's start to talk about that. Because, boy, we will go down some rotten trail this <laughs> So our topic all this week and all this month at Celebration Tabernacle Church is how to increase in what you do. So there's three points to increase. Number one is we must develop the skill that is needed for the job that we are doing. Number two, 
develop a good reputation, and three, show the results of, of what, what you, you do. do. All right. So how are we going to develop the skills for what we do? Let's see what the Bible says now. Ecclesiastic 10.10. So let's go into Ecclesiastic. We, we are we guided by the word of God. Whatever we do, whatever success that I have, is uh, it comes through doing what God says in his word. So I follow the word. We have to study the word. Uh, uh, the apostle says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we have to study the word of God and have clarity and understanding how it works. And like I said yesterday, I'm called to teach the word with understanding. Three things. I'm called to teach the word with excellence, through the spirit of excellence. I'm called to teach the word through the spirit of faith. I got to believe that it's going to work. And number three, I'm called to teach the word with understanding. And with those three things, my life is guided by, and I've seen it work every day. Okay? So let's go to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. 10. If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. Mm -hmm. But wisdom brings success. Come on. So what does wisdom say? Sharpen the axe. Yeah. So if, you will be what? Successful. Mm -hmm. You're going to stay here all morning mm -hmm. talking about this verse. If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. So think about it. You have a dull axe, or maybe you don't use the axe every day, but you have some dull scissors, and they're not sharp. It's going to cause you to have to use more strength. You're going to have to spend more time trying to get that thing to cut. Mm -hmm. But wisdom says, what? Sharpen, Sharpen the axe. <laughs> and uh, if the, axe is dull, the, the dull axe here... The, does not mean you are lazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some people can say, okay, uh, you're lazy. No. 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 Right, because <laughs> the axe gets dull, dull from being used over time. Yeah. So we could also um, have the revelation here in the scripture that we cannot continue to always do things the same way. When God is calling us to increase, you continue to use the axe over and over again in the same manner and don't take the time to sharpen it. You're going to continue to have to use more strength. So let's think about technology. If we're trying to use technology of three years ago, let's just even go three years. There's been things that have happened in the last three years that are more effective. Yes. So if we're trying to use the old way to do something, a lot of times what we're doing is we're spending more time um, trying to use systems that are on their way of being obsolete instead of doing using the new way, the more a more efficient way, which has been provided onto us. So a dull axe requires wisdom. A dull axe requires wisdom. But if you read that verse again, yeah. yes. 
If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. Success. So he's not lazy here. He need to explore. Let wisdom direct him now. Because wisdom will tell him, guess what? You need to wet the edge of your axe. You need to get it sharpened. And if you sharpen it, instead of spending a whole day trying to cut that tree down, you'll spend four hours. So if I'm going to use, listen, I sharpen, I'm talking about something practical. Having an axe to cut the tree, right? And in those days before we have all those trains saw, and even if you have a chainsaw, the guys have sharpened it mm-hmm. so, so that it can go through that tree very fast. Right, Dan? Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> Use less gas. <laughs> Use less gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, before you go out to cut the tree down, and if you're using an axe, let's talk about the axe. You would make sure it has a sharp edge. And if it has a sharp edge, it guarantee you that you will cut the tree down. And it also guarantee you that you're going to use what? Less time, less strength. You're not going to go to the doctor, my, my arm is so sore. <laughs> and it takes preparation. And to know the going. state of the axe. Yeah. Just like when we were in um, Proverbs 27 yesterday. Yes. To know, know the, the state, state of, of your, your flock. flock. So you must know the state of your axe. Yes. The state of of the tools, of your um, equipment, of it, the things within your household. It will tell you what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. do. It will tell you. If you know the state mm-hmm. of it, it tells you that it, the axe, the reason is saying that axe needs to be sharpened before you go. It's just like, I, I know the state of my, okay, my car. <laughs> I know the state of my car before I leave my house there. Mm-hmm. Now, when I turn my car on, guess what? The needle of my gas <laughs> go up. It tells me that, look, you need to get gas at your next gas station. It speak to me, okay? If I procrastinate it and doesn't do anything about it, then sooner or later, I'll be on the road. <laughs> I decide, no, I'll be at the side of the road looking for what? A gas yes, can. Mm. Using more strength, pushing the car, car instead of driving the car. <laughs> and not only that, Dad, wasting now a lot of time. time. Think about it. I just we just use a practical analogy here where we can understand. Uh, and I stop first. If I stop first, get the gas in. Now I would merrily on my way. I'll reach where I need to reach. But because. I didn't. I ignore. I ignore the state of my gas condition there. That my gas tank was an empty, and I need to get some gas. Somebody might say, "Yes, Pastor, but gas is expensive." <laughs> the other day, Dad, I was driving around town looking for gas. So I remember, ooh, I can get gas cheap at Sam's because I was Sam's card. So I. Married my way down to Psalms, right? And died there were so people. Mu- people. Mm-hmm. The line. I, and I was in the line, and I'm so impatient, that I'm impatient. I was in the line, and now I'm checking. Five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, 
I said, man, I might just go again. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, don't settle down. You're here. Stay. Even if it takes 15 minutes, stay and get the gas. Because the state of my car is that I need what? Gas. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times we don't get we don't get the gas when we need it because of convenience. Yeah, yeah. Or we're looking for a better deal. Yeah. And if we don't make that sacrifice on the front end, we're going to end up having to use a lot more resources on the back end <laughs> yeah. if we run out of the gas. So we must develop the skill that is needed for the job that we are doing. So whatever it is that you do, know what you do, know what you need um, when you're doing it. We know in the Bible when they were doing great exploits, when they had big tasks to do, they would write letters of petition, letters of supplication um, to different people into different regions, and resources would then begin to come. The passage that was needed to be able to go through would be authorized. They wrote it all down. They were letters of petition and supplication. There's a good example in Second Chronicles chapter 2 when Solomon he wrote the letter to the king of Tyree, and he outlined different things in there that were needed, and it was all brought onto him. He had a clear vision. It was easy um, to understand. He outlined everything that he needed. He had a plan, and then people were able to take that vision and to run with it, to become a part with it, to partner um, with him, to bring forth the assignment that he was given, but it took many people to fulfill the assignment. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We are located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in Cocoa, Florida. Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321 321- 638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Mark Walmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do life right. of us. 